com- com- Pod the Casper. Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Who's that on the end of the cross? It's Jake Livermore. It's episode number 264. Ooh, why can't we do that more often? Well, here to discuss um, a victorious weekend for the Potters and a not-so-victorious midweek is uh, your friend of mine, Tom Thrower. I'm no one's friend. Um, But do you know who is our friend? Own goals. Own goals. Now... Hopefully, with the with the wonders of technology, I can bring you, a dear listener, maybe you were in the Stoke end on Saturday, maybe you watched it at home, but truly the place to be was behind the goal with the West Brom fans. Decent job to Stoke Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, oh a truly excellent thing. A truly excellent thing there. Oh, dear. Um, but I think the takeaway, Tom, is that we we were good. We were good. We, yeah. were, we were braced for us not to be good. And whenever we're braced for us not to be very good, we're actually quite good sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll start, I will start with some positives. Like, I, I suppose you have to when we win 3-1. Uh, fucking hell, I love Lewis Baker so goddamn much. He's he's the best signing we've made. Uh, he's the best signing we've made. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, no, that's a bit much. But he's the best signing we've made since we've gone down by um, a country mile. He's he's just he's. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to like equate him with like a player from maybe the Premier League or something. Gerard, maybe like just in terms of sort of forward thinkingness and just his his ability to shoot, his ability to kind of take a game by the scruff of the neck. You bring other players into play. He can pretty much sort of when he wants to, like say, right, I'm taking this game over now. Watch me go. Um, when it's bloody exciting to watch. Um, it's yeah, his... he is Gerard like, and I'd I'd be surprised if he wasn't our captain next season, um, because he seems to be a very mature. Is he like twenty six? Twenty six, yeah, yeah. He's he's not like a, a desperately experienced pro. I mean, he's had a lot of experiences by being one of Chelsea's lone army, um, but he he. I just really like how much he loves scoring for us, despite yes. the fact he's pretty much only really known us in a bit of a. Stinky spell, so bless him for that. Yeah, um, a delightful third goal. Um, Josh Madger with a l- lovely deft pass. Uh, you sort of on the on the replay, you sort of <laughs> I know it does go in eventually, but I wonder, oh, he's not put enough on that pass, but he just puts perfect. just the right and um, perfect, yeah. exactly. Um, but that's um, perhaps the, the final finishing touch on what was. Quite a very decent performance. Like I don't, I don't know where to rank it. I guess because I did sort of glibly refer to this game on Twitter as like two bold men fighting over a coat. But having said that, yes, West Brom are in a terrible spell. In very, their season is kind of 
very similar to ours. And perhaps perhaps they're just a slightly more extreme version of us in that they've gone from literal top of the league unbeaten to Steve Bruce is their manager. Um, whereas we've kind of had stayed within a sort of narrow narrow narrower window of inconsistency. Um, but we created chances. We um, took the game to them. We were sort of always on the front foot. There was a spell after they brought it back to 2-1 where they started to hit us a little bit, which I suppose is always going to happen. Um, but yeah, this is yeah, very, very... That, it was, we were competent, weren't we, when they started to come on and I think that's where Madger needs some bloody plaudits because a lot of the work he's done and he's been good at have gone significantly under the radar. I mean, some people have called him the worst signing we've ever made. Interesting. Um, but that, that hold-up play really... Um, really came to the fore in that game and his intelligence and goal scoring and the goal scoring will come I think I hope I hope he stays I think Madger in in this horrible spell where things have been going wrong has has really impressed me and I really like him um and it was nice to see us like able to deal with the match situation again because even though I mean I got worried when they scored um but but it seemed that the players didn't for once. They sort of were accepting that, yeah, we'll soak up some pressure and then we'll just batter them on the counter. Yeah. Um, Will Forrester, uh, first start for him in quite some time and seemed to uh, get a lot of good, uh, good reports, um, which is very nice. Uh, here's a question, Tom. It might be a tad controversial. Have we been collectively way too harsh on Jack Bonham? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I still don't get Jack Bonham at all. I don't understand him or the decision to pick him. Um, I, I guess, like, if Bursic had been, like, having a blinder of a season, like, it would be, like, totally infuriating. Now, I don't think Bursic's had... had had a bad season necessarily. He's more that he didn't really have much of a, a season. He just he we've not had. I'll probably be proven wrong on this. We've not had a goalkeeper in that slot for long enough for them to kind of totally ruin their reputation or really really enhance it. Because um, Davis was in for that inexplicable period before we sold him. Um, Bonham's been in for the last man a couple of months maybe. Um, it's think, a bit strange. Yeah, when you look at the um, one of the stats people on Twitter posted one of those, you know, the Y plot shows one stat, X plot shows another stat for goalkeepers. And Bursic was the only Stoke goalkeeper to make it in terms of like the required minutes played. Uh. I think it, it showed that he's, um, out of all the goalkeepers, he's faced the highest quality of shot against him which perhaps explains why he's been taken out of the firing line a bit. And and I don't know, it's just a weird one that my brain doesn't really understand. But then it, it felt like it took O'Neill until maybe the 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 West Brom game. I, I Like, I'm not sure even in the Sheffield United or Millwall games that he sort of remembered that he could just like build for next year now and he doesn't have to yes. worry about scraping results a bit that that yeah i think that's an interesting point because that's been the case with even the games we've won recently against uh sheffield united and that like we've 
we've won them, which has been fine, but it's been like, mm, have we really learned anything? Like, what what is he trying to do here? And Bonham, whilst maybe not always being terrible, has been the kind of the crux of that. You know, what's the point in playing the 28, I think he is, year old goalkeeper when we've got a goalkeeper who we've got high hopes for, England under 21 international or, or the rest of it. I'm just looking at uh, an old programme and like it's Bursic, Davis and Bonham for like six or seven games at a time just on rotation. So it's he's he's that that can't be good that we've not kept a keeper consistently um and i know davis is a bit of an outlier now because we've sold him but that's a that's one to keep an eye on but if we're again if i'm going back to positives um there are a few sort of stats related things that we did break i believe this is the first time since august that we've scored that we've won in a game we've conceded in, which yeah. is just stupid. Have we not won a game 2-1? Like, come on. <laughs> um, like, uh, and I believe this is, the, or this is the first time in a wee while that we've scored three, uh, which is uh, nice as well. Um, and I'm, I'm a fingers, I, now I love Ricardo for his pieces, as you know, Tom. I would really like it if someone scored more than or scored 15 or more goals in a championship season. If And there is one man, oh, maybe, maybe Lewis Baker's going to do it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there is one man capable of doing that right now. And it's, it's his, was it his birthday yesterday or is it today? It was his birthday yesterday after it was the his game. Bir- it was his birthday yesterday. And God love him. I just can't it's help. Birthday, Jacob Brown. Happy, happy birthday, Browner. Um, I just can't help but love the guy. He's just, just I, I can't. Obviously, I can't explain it to an extent because he's scoring goals, playing well, like playing a really determined style of football. But it's just kind of, it's like I'm kind of six years old again, and that's my favourite player. Like I'm just like <laughs> whatever, whatever he does is fine. I don't care. Just like give me Brownet all the time. I just want Brownet to do well. I'm really happy he had the West Brom game because I did feel like that and then the Reading game happened and he made me really sad. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, people are allowed bad games and I love that he just, and I, 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 O'Neill bangs on about it, but you can just tell he really, really wants to like get the most out of his career. Yeah. And having seen some of the bloody wash we've seen since we've come down, who clearly couldn't give a fuck about like their own professional integrity. Yeah. Okay, Brown is the tonic of everything. Yeah, that that that's um, a kind of def- defining characteristic for me. It's his determination, not just determination in terms of on the pitch determination, like running around like a madman, which he sometimes does, um, but the determination to improve himself on his own game, that's been evident. Last season, he tried really hard, couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo, and now his finishing has improved and his decision-making, I think, has improved as well. And that header is gorgeous. I know he's like he's unmarked and he's close to goal or whatever. It's a gorgeous little flicked header. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, and also, uh, speaking of gorgeous goals, Jake Livermore. <laughs> well done. It's just I, I I love that because it's not even like a, he's got a toe on the end of a low cross or something. He's just he he's fully lost control of his legs. Excellent. Yeah, but it, I I think that's harsh on Livermore. And also, I really don't like those goals because they they rob you of some big old 
stat paddy xg because uh, yeah. it's one of those it's it's a good type of own it's the good type of own goal as opposed to the Huddersfield in that cup match that one time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the own goal of, yeah, if you don't kick that in, someone else is going to. Um which is which is nice. Do you want you were you were doing you were doing silly stats. Do you want a really fun stat from the start of March for us? Hit me. From the start of March, we've played five teams who were beneath us and three teams who were above us. I bet you can't guess which five games we haven't won and which three we have. <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> what a stupid bastard club. Fucking hellfire. Like, we're not bad. No, really, we're not. Really we're just we're not stupid. Bad. We're just the stupidest club in the world. Is this, is, is, this, is next season going to be nice because this is just the stupid season? I hope so. I hope we can just, like, they're worse than you. Fucking beat them. Like... <laughs> We beat fucking yeah promotion chasing Sheffield United, and then we're like Reading, Reading, ah, Reading. Yeah. God, Reading. Um, <laughs> we've got done by Paul Ince. We got Paul done by Ince. Paul Ince without his son as well. <laughs> well, that might be why. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus, <laughs> that's, that's proper. Maybe Google that. But Peterborough away. Peterborough great. away. Peterborough away. What a great. Oh one. yeah. Was that? Oh, oh yeah. We're going to take the lead twice, and then did we? Did we take the lead in like the 89th and still fuck it up? Same against Forest. <laughs> fuck me. Just the Stoke. <laughs> that's what makes um, Saturday so remarkable. In that we weren't Stoke about it. <laughs> Yeah, and we've only of that bottom four teams, we've only won twice in our eight games against them. If the, if that game had anything riding on it in terms of us needing to win to you know stay in contention with the playoffs, we'd have so stoked it. We'd have <laughs> stoked it big stuff. I mean, we stoked it at Reading because it looked like we were tilting for a top half finish. Oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that seemed to be a very strange result. In that have we we've won three of our last four, right? Uh, no, we'd won our last two. Oh, yeah, we've won three of our last four. We'd won back to back before the Reading. Yeah, game. yeah. So we'd won two, and then we've won this one. But it seemed like that that one result against Reading has like cemented us in fifteenth. Whereas before we were like, oh, we could be tenth. Yeah. And I don't get it. It was it was like tenth, but we've lost this one game, and now we're like, now nah, we're gonna stay in fifteenth forever. Stupid. Hate it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fun. Fun. It is more... I'll tell you what. Um, as critical as we've been of Matt Clonehill and uh, certainly very disappointing campaign again, it has been more fun? Question mark? Has it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Marginally, maybe. I don't know. Some funner days, I think. Maybe, yeah, maybe individual fun moments. More fun players. Definitely more fun players. More fun players. Yeah. Mainly, mainly Lewis Baker, but more fun players in general. Uh, more fun, more fun aging centre backs this time. I'd yeah. say. Yes. I like Jagielka. He doesn't make me sad. Yeah, Jags, Yeah, Jags is bloody good. Yeah. Intr- yeah, we're funny little. Oh, um, I think there's a there's a third man. Uh, along with Baker and Brown, that we need to praise, and he's. I think if we are, well, I think we've got to build the team around Baker next season. But mm-hmm. there's one, there's one other lad I think is going to be absolutely essential for us 
And uh, sorry, Tony, that you're not here. It's, uh, it's Tommy Smith. No, it's Josh Tyman. <laughs> it's, that, it's that lovely little bastard. I'm going to say it now. This is going to be my, my new thing. He's going to score five goals and get 10 plus assists next season. Ooh, big talk, big talk. He's going like to learn it. how to, he's going to learn how to kick the ball in back of net and then, and then they're all fucked. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking run championship. Oh God. Uh, yeah. I'd love that. I'd love that. Um, do we, do we, I mean, are, are we going to do the wing backs next season? I don't, I don't know what we're going to do next season to be totally honest with you. Um, but, but yeah, I quite like I quite liked the wing backs. Was it wing backs Jags Harwood Bellis Forrester? It was, yeah. Or if you're Nigel Johnson, <laughs> Jagielka, <laughs> Forrester, and Forrester. <laughs> oh, bless him, bless him. It's hard. People are different. People, there's so many people in the world. They can't all look totally different, can they? And some of them play for Stoke. <laughs> yes. Uh, what they sh- they should just. Give players big numbers to put on the backs of their shirts or something. I don't know. Oh dear. Um, uh, do you want to talk about the Reading game? Because I didn't watch it. I got slightly drunk and sort of took my anger out on the Twitter. But you know, nope, that was that was about the game. Um, Stoke looked bad. Yeah. Stoke missed some chances. Stoke let opposition score with their only attacks. It ticked all the boxes. Marvellous. Um, but yeah, well done for not doing that in the West Brom game and making it all better. Yes, indeed. Um, I mean, I feel like we haven't been speaking for all that long, but no. I feel I feel like, you know, there's not much you can really say. Um, uh, I did. I, I have seen some funny tweets uh, this week. Um, like, obviously, I know. I know that winning at the Hawthorns is great. Everyone wants to think the Hawthorns. It's really funny because even though we technically don't beat West Brom all the time, singing we always beat West Brom when we beat West Brom is funny. And I will, I will maintain, even if we lose our next 10 against West Brom and we win the 11th, it will be very, very funny to sing that. Um, and it's traditionally been quite a good ground for us to win on. I, I was at the Ryan Shotton 94. First minute one, that, which is just a, a classic of the genre. Um, <laughs> I did see someone say, uh, "It doesn't matter if it's in uh, the last minute of the playoff final or a meaningless game where you're fifteenth. The emotion is just the same." It says someone who hasn't experienced a game that means something for at least four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, it isn't. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm just watching the goal again. There's Baker. There he is. Bosh. Oh, what a lovely that? finish. He's, yeah. he's really composed. Yeah. Um, he's just a good bloke, really. Yeah. He's got, looks like he's got a mean old right hook on him as well. Oh, did you see that Chelsea fan speaking of funny tweets? That no. Chelsea fan who very promptly deleted their tweet that was there was something along the lines of uh, like quote tweeting. Chelsea have a, a, a fan account that just that just follows their on loan players or even ex on loan players. And oh, yes. About Lewis Baker being good. And a Chelsea fan had quote tweeted it saying, um, oh, yeah, I love it. Can't believe we're going to get 10 million off those mugs for him in the summer. Uh, <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, lucky. <laughs> yeah, you could probably do with 10 million right about now as well. <laughs> um, 
Yes, um, Micah Richards has been cancelled by us. We've cancelled and Gary Mika. Lineker. And Gary Lineker. What Gary Lineker cancelled Micah Richards, I think. Oh yes, that's tr- oh yes, that's true. Um, yeah. Taking it, having a little dig at our, our Rory there. Yeah, every, every every fan of of who didn't really follow football but would say they're a Man United fan or something like that throughout yeah. the history of time has always sort of said something along that line of, oh, well, you know, Rory's like, he wasn't actually good at football, was he? He was just a long throw. No, no, he, he had a long Premier League career before Tony Pulis realised he was a catapult. Yes, and, I mean, I don't, we don't need to preach to the converted on this, but, like, in those first couple of seasons up, his reading of the game in midfield is actually really fucking important. Like, mm-hmm. there was no way Pulis was going to, like, just allow a complete passenger. Um, well, Especially not in the cage. Yeah, not in the cage. You you have to be fucking disciplined to play in the cage. Um, and he chipped Petr Cech at Stamford Bridge, which is, I don't think Micah Richards has ever done that. Um, <laughs> which is which is all fine. Um, some great, there's some great limbs I'm just, I'm just, I'm just rewatching the angle. It's a good away, it's a good away end for limbs, and I don't really know why. I think it might just be because we tend to score goals there. Yeah, it's it's because it's one tier just all the way back, but you can see all the tier in most of the camera shots. Yeah, I think I think that's what makes it. Uh, where was I, where was I going with that point? Um, is there anyone we want to uh, feed to the hippos? Ooh. Um, Manchester oh, oh sorry, I, I remember the. <laughs> it was just a um, minor anecdote about Roy Delap and said, you know, you know, you de- definitely at uni in particular. When let's face it, uh, if you go to uni in the north, you are surrounded by uh, well southerners. Well, if you go to uni in the south, you, you're surrounded by southerners. They just they, sort of they get everyone. All the universities. They get yes. <laughs> I, I wonder why that is. Mm. Um, anyway. Um, I was watching a Stoke game. I think it was the game against Tottenham that was like our 150th anniversary. The one with the wedding at half time. The one with the wedding at Fuck me. We don't half. Yeah, anyway. Um, uh, But I was watching said game and Roy Delap was taking a long throw in and Southern twat behind me, probably a Spurs fan, possibly an Arsenal fan. That's all they are. They're just a long throw in. And I turned around and he saw my Stoke shirt and like thinking I was going to kick off with him, he just went, "Ah, oh, oh well, but it's really effective, though." <laughs> <laughs> Pathetic little worm. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah. Yes. So hippos. Um, I was going to say Manchester United, um, oh, or just... robbing us all of a Liverpool away day next year. Yeah, but uh... they. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd listened to um, the Guardian Football Weekly. Today. You should just. I, I, sometimes that kind of podcast, it gets way too kind of intellectualizing about football. It gets very much like sort of, oh, what does what does this really say about our society and you know, all the rest of it? <laughs> Podcasts going too far. I don't, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, just just a load of pretentious, sanctimonious uni types on that Guardian pod. <laughs> but I, lo- I loved how like Barney Roney sort of droned on about previous game for a bit and then they went to the Man United game and one of them just went Man United are shite <laughs> just shite <laughs> which is quite funny we could feed Ronaldo to the hippos yeah we could yeah. feed Ronaldo to the hippos he probably fucking, off about it. Uh, yeah well the, the annoying thing about Ronaldo 
sorry, the annoying thing about what happened with Ronaldo on the weekend um, wasn't the thing that he did, which is obviously a very sort of entitled, bratty thing to do anyway, a very sort of arsehole move in in any sort of circumstance. Um, But his apology of, oh, I smashed the phone because I'm a fucking winner. And, you know, uh, if if I apologise now, it shows my sportsmanship. His, his, come to a Man United game. He doesn't want tickets to a Man United game. A, he's an Everton fan. B, he wants his fucking phone back. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's a pretty damning indictment of, um, of, of, of Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, he, he committed a crime because he's a winner. Yeah, like, uh, I've... I've I'll need to find the actual uh, quote, but it's really like just, uh, it's never easy to deal with emotions in difficult moments, such as the one we are facing. You've lost football matches before, Cristiano, come on. Yeah, you've had never, a bad day at work. Nevertheless, we will. We always have to be respectful, patient, and set the example for all the youngsters who love the beautiful game. I would like to apologise for my outburst. It wasn't an outburst, you knob. Um if possible, I would like to invite this sub- supporter to watch a game at Old Trafford as a sign of fair play and sportsmanship. You don't get to call that fair play and sportsmanship. That's you covering your own back to sort of protect your brand. I mean, it would have been fine anyway, because let's face it, you, he, he can get away with things. Um, yeah. But yeah, get 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 at by the fucking head those, Cristiano. Om nom nom. You, um, as we sang at Old Trafford in 2008, you're just a shit Liam Lawrence. Yeah. 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 It's a shame, in a way, that we never really did over Ronaldo. Like, Gerard, I think we I, I think we broke Gerard in a match. Um, I wonder which one that could be. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, well, there was a few. But I remember, like, early season when we drew nil-nil. Yeah, our place like Gerard looked battered and broken, and like Rooney, we we really wound up a few times. Yeah, we got a Van Persie, Van Persie, that was that was absolute. We've got under your skin, Hirelia Gomez crying. I know Hirelia Gomez isn't really a great technical footballer. I just thought I'd mention it. It's a shame that Wilco got sent off in that game. Because I, yeah. I think I think if he'd been a bit cleverer about it, he could have properly done him. Yeah, he could have done a bit of violence and maybe even got the reaction for the red for Ronaldo. Yes. Yeah, I think that was it. I think Ronaldo was um, a, a bit too streetwise for, for World Co, bless him. Hmm. But, but fun to see happen. Yeah, would have been. So, so uh, do you have a favourite Stoke City foul of all time? Because... Uh, oh. I think mine is Carl Henry on Chris Commons back in 2003-04. Now, Chris, Commons had, Chris Commons had come back for, uh, to play for Forest against us, I think. Um, and it, he was getting absolute treatment all game. And it was one of those like, oh, boo him every time he touches the ball, boo him if he misplaces a pass, uh, or cheer if he misplaces a pass. But then Carl Henry fucking murdered him. <laughs> like, for... <laughs> Full on, like knocked him six feet in the air, and God, the cheer was like we'd scored. It was, it was beautiful. I can't really think of a specific one. I was always a big fan of of just watching Robert Huth go way too far forward in like the fifth minute of the match, 
Mm. just to give someone a dead leg that was always it <laughs> and, and it was it was like it was without fail it happened every single game you'd just be like oh look Houthi's off who's he gonna get um oh there was one I think Carl Dickinson uh, against uh Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough in the promotion season put in one of the worst challenges I've ever seen on a football pitch like Absolutely fucking disgusting tackle. Was it the was it was it like a random cup game against Fulham? And oh shit, who was it? It might have been Wilco. Was it Danny it, Murphy? Yeah, may have murdered someone. Like yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. I oh yeah, I remember. I, I can only remember how sort bad the tackle down was. Down on the byline. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right at the end of the game, and I think we'd won as well. Oh yeah, because that was that's what led to Murphy like sort of having a get real go at us and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, but the, the great thing about the Dicko one was, like, it was such an obvious red card. Like, every single Stoke fan in the way was like, right, see you later, Dicko. And it was like, yeah. yellow? <laughs> like, come on! Celebrating a yellow card. Yeah. Some some people would say there's nothing more Stoke than that. <laughs> yeah, that is very Stoke. Uh, what is not very Stoke is winning football matches. So, well done to the lads. Uh, up, up Browner, up Lewis Baker... Um, does Lewis Baker have a chant? Uh, no, but it should be about baking bread, followed by the bread chant. Yeah, that was that was established on Twitter at the weekend, and that is right. Bread, bread. Who will buy my bread? We just need him to sing it to us and lob bread at us. Maybe that he's yeah. baked. Yeah. Well, one to one to think about uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Right. Uh, I'm quite under the weather, as you may be able to tell from my uh, bunged up nose. Um, so I shall I shall toast uh, Stoke City's very, very late charge for sixth place. Watch this space, people. It's going to be a confluence not, of no, events, the, not, the, like, the likes of which you have never seen. I'm not saying we're going to win every single game for the rest of the season. But if we did... But there's a chance. But if we did, there's a there's a 0.1% chance according to some graph we saw today. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> oh. uh, so, uh, cheers, Tom. Thanks very much, Dave and associated people putting this in their ears. Yes. Um, you know what? I think we should just end on this. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, Go on, Stoke.